When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is going on everyone? My name is Andy. Welcome back to another FPL video. In this one, it's my team selection for game week 17. So I'm going to show you just how I'm going to deal with all the flags that are currently in my team. What I'm going to do with Harden if he's out for game week 17 as well. And spoiler alert, in that situation, he's probably going to get sold. I'll talk about why that is. And I'll also show you how I did in game week 16. So if you enjoyed the video, make sure to give it a like as always. Hit that subscribe button and let's jump into it. So let's take a quick look at game week 16. And it was actually a pretty good game week in terms of points and green arrows. So I finished on 63. I did take a four point hit, which I'll come on to in a minute. Uh, and I went from like top 400k to just inside the top 300k. So I'm now up to 278,000, which is a pretty nice position to be in at this stage of the season. Obviously hoping that I can kick on even more than that. Uh, my four-point hit, I haven't even gone back and worked out whether I gained or lost points. I'd say it was probably just about even. I took out Turner for Dubravka, which basically netted me nothing because Turner ended up playing. I did in Burma, who was out with a red flag. Obviously, he's out for a few weeks to Gordon, who got me nothing, two points. Uh, and I took out Gay, who conceded to Liverpool. And I got Porra, who was so close to a 10-pointer. But obviously, they conceded right at the end to Newcastle. So he finished on just five points. So the three players that I bought in only got nine points in total. But I took out Turner and Burmo and Gay. So it was much of a muchness. And to be honest with you, I'm much happier with my team moving forward anyway. I really wanted Poro. I felt like I had to deal with a goalkeeper because I wasn't sure whether either of mine were going to play. And obviously, Burmo was out for a while. And I only had Charlie, T uh, yeah, Charlie Taylor on the bench who got one point and is now suspended. Uh, and Matty Cash, who's obviously lost his place. So I think the hit was more than justified. Um, but actually, even though I got a 100,000 place green arrow, only three players actually returned for me. So that was Salah. And I only got the vice captain points because Haaland missed out. So that was 26 points. Song got 17 points, obviously massive score. And Porro with the five points. Outside of that, Archer that came on for Haaland, Darwin Nunez, Gordon, Saka, Saliba, Gabriel, and Dubravka. Seven of my players all only got two points. And the other one was Palmer with just one point. So it could have been one of those weeks where it was a bit of a disaster. And I'm sat here saying, oh, I've got a big red arrow. It wasn't great. I only got points from a few players. But because the scores were so big, and because of the captaincy switch, and Son, I would say, is actually... I think he's like owned by about 40 or 50% of active players, like maybe top 100K or something like that. I think that's quite a big differential for what he can offer. Obviously, you'd rather he was like 5 or 10% owned, but that's never going to happen with a player like that. I think that's a really big differential at the moment. Less so this week because lots of people will pile into him. But it's always nice to get that big score before everyone else owns him. So, yeah, I can't complain about the week. It doesn't look great on paper, but I'll always take a green arrow. And to move from like 400k to 300k is pretty decent at this stage of the season. But there are issues starting to crop up. Lots of flags at the moment. Let's talk about them for game week 17. So this week, I've got one free transfer and one million in the bank. Now, that money is earmarked to do Darwin Nunez back to Ollie Watkins, which I've talked quite a lot about over the last couple of weeks. But given everything else that's going on at the moment, I might not actually need to make that transfer. So potentially, I do have a bit of money to play with um, for game week 17. I'll discuss that later on. 
In terms of the defense, my back three is Poro against Nottingham Forest away. He is just a player that, although he hasn't scored more than like seven or eight points in any single game week this uh, this season, is someone because of his attacking potential that I'm probably never going to look to bench. So I've got him in. I just play him pretty much every single week. That's just one less decision to have to think about. Obviously, if you had a really terrible fixture like Man City away, Liverpool away, or something like that, where you know the clean sheet is almost never going to happen, and I had three other really great defenders, maybe I would bench him, but no plans to do that anytime soon. And my other two players are Gabriel and Saliba, the Arsenal double-up, which I've played quite a lot recently. Hasn't gone well. Obviously, they conceded to Luton. They conceded to Aston Villa um, too last week. But I think Brighton at home is okay. And I keep coming back to the same point that which other defenders would I even want to bring in this week to play instead of both of them? Because the fixtures on paper, there are some decent ones, like Man City are home to Palace, but then their players blank in game week 18. I think Newcastle at home to Fulham looks good as well. But Trippier suspended. I don't really want to swap one of my Arsenal defenders to Fabian Scher either because I think longer term the fixtures are pretty good. And I'm not sure with Dan Byrne back last night and obviously no news on Botman still, I just don't know if it's the right time to buy Lascelles or Liveramento. I think if you've got both of those players, happy days. They should both play um, in game week 17. But I think to buy them, it's just probably not the correct time to do that. Obviously, Chelsea defence, I could look at that. That's potentially something that could happen but I think in that situation I'd probably just sell Matty Cash instead who's on my bench and doesn't seem to have his place in the first 11 anymore so I think holding on to Arsenal defenders is more than fine especially with all the other flags to deal with it's also worth saying that across the two games against Luton and Aston Villa both away games they only conceded 1.01 expected goals yet they conceded four goals so on another day you might walk away of at least one clean sheet from those games and I think after Brighton at home, okay, Liverpool away in 18 is tough. I'm hoping that I can set my team up to bench at least one, if not both of them, against Liverpool. And then after that, you just start playing them again. So I've said this for a little while now. There might have been at some point a chance to jump off Arsenal defenders, but so much other stuff has happened. It's meant I've carried them all the way through. And I don't like having defenders against Brighton because obviously they always find a way to score. It's a decent attack, but it's not the same Brighton team as last season, and Arsenal defence is very strong. So is there an outside shot of a clean sheet? Maybe. On the bench, Charlie Taylor suspended. Doesn't really matter. I probably wouldn't have played him this week anyway. Maybe ahead of one of the Arsenal defenders, but whatever. He just stays on the bench. And then Matty Cash with Brentford away. Now, Cash has lost his place. I do think there's a chance that he starts against Sheffield United at home in game week 18. And if I've still got him at that point, I will hold on to him. Um... Sorry, I will play him, I should say. But at some point, if I get a spare transfer, I probably will move him on. Now, I mentioned going to a Chelsea defender just a minute ago. And I do think that someone like Colwell is an option. But I've got to be honest, if I swapped Matty Cash now, I think I would just go straight to an Aston Villa defender instead, like Paul Torres or Esri Konza. Because Brentford away is not so bad when they're missing so many players. I don't necessarily expect a clean sheet, but it's okay. You've got Sheffield United at home in the blank in 18. Burnley at home in 20, Sheffield United away in 23. There's just plenty of fixtures where you could play them, bearing in mind that most of the time I'm going to play Spurs or Arsenal defence anyway. So defender-wise, absolutely fine. And I think goalkeeper's actually probably okay as well. Dubravka played last night, so the injury can't be that bad. They might still buy a keeper in January, but I think there's enough fixtures, like the Fulham at home and then whatever away game they've got in game week 18. Let me just double check that. Luton, isn't it? Yeah, Luton away, then Forest at home. They're all in December. They're not going to get a goalkeeper in before that. 
to hopefully starts all three of those. And by that point, I'm hoping that Ariola is back and he was spotted in training yesterday. So if he's back in the squad for West Ham in their European game tonight, happy days. I've got two playing goalkeepers again. Maybe Fabianski keeps his place, but I'm not. I think it's a possibility, but I think it's more likely that Ariola comes back in. So you played Dubravka for three weeks, then hope Ariola is back. The rotation's pretty good. I think things are looking okay. So as it stands, no plans to make a transfer on a goalkeeper or a defender this week. If I do, it'll probably be Matty Cash to Konza or Paul Torres. Maybe Cole will, but I've kind of taught myself into going Aston Villa defense instead at the moment, just because there's no worries over rotation and stuff like that. So I'm still pretty happy with my midfield in general, although there are some potential issues starting to crop up. So Anthony Gordon is yellow flagged for game week 17. Cole Palmer is on four yellow cards, so one more and he'll get suspended. And I'll talk about those two players in a minute. Um, with the other three, I've got Salah, Son and Saka. No plans to transfer them out right now. Obviously, Salah's going to African Cup of Nations in January. Son is at the Asia Cup. So they might have to be dealt with at some point. And maybe I sell Salah before he goes away. But for game week 17, 18, and 19, there's just no need to worry about any of those three players unless they get injured. Just quickly on captaincy, I've currently got the armband on Salah against Man United at home, which I expect a lot of people have done as well. Um, I think that's probably going to stick no matter what happens with Haaland now. Because even if Pep says he's available or he's in the squad... I think there's enough doubt there about his minutes that I would probably just go for Salah because it's not like Salah is bad this week either way. Um, and I know that Haaland can do damage even in like 50, 60 minutes, but I don't know if there's a need to take that risk against Crystal Palace at home when Salah's got a Man United game, which looks really good. Like who would put it past them scoring another three, four, five goals? Maguire and Shaw off injured in the Champions League. Man United just not defending well whatsoever. And Liverpool's one of the best attacks and they're looking great. And also, I think Man United have just played a very demoralising Champions League game. Liverpool have got Europa League tonight. And obviously, I've not seen that game before I've recorded this video. But I would be shocked if they don't heavily rotate because that group is one. So players like Salah, probably Nunez, Diaz you know, Trent, maybe Van Dyke, etc. They should all get a rest. And if that happens, they're going to be fully raring to go against Man United. A home game at Anfield. I think I've got to captain him. I hate to say it, um, but that's probably where it's going to stick, even if Haaland is available. Just on Gordon and Palmer, obviously Palmer's not a worry this week. He's got Sheffield United at home. He's not suspended right now. But it is in the back of my mind that he could get suspended soon. Now, when that happens, or if that happens... I don't think I'd want to use a transfer on him because I got him at 4.9 million. I think he's gone all the way up to, I think he might be 5.5 now. Yeah, that's crazy. So he's gone up 0.6 million, still first choice penalty taker, and Kunku's still not back yet. I think he was pictured in training. Let's see if he's in the squad for Sheffield United. The fixtures are great, so I don't want to sell him, but I am conscious that my bench is pretty weak. So that might force me, not force me into another transfer, but might mean that improving my squad overall is a good option so when we come on to the forwards there are a couple of transfers that i might uh, make there for a minus four and it's a similar situation with gordon he's only yellow flagged he's not definitely out or anything like that um anyhow said after the game that um gordon had an awareness of something in his hamstring we're not sure if it's an injury but he could still sort of play so there was enough there to bring him off but it's not necessarily a full-blown injury. Obviously, they'll have to assess him and see where he's available at the weekend. But he couldn't play to the very high level that he has played for a long time. I think Anthony Gordon, like a lot of Newcastle players, probably just needs a little bit of rest because they've played a lot of minutes 
It's been a grueling fixture schedule. And they've had tough games as well. Look at their Champions League group. So I think there's a chance that Gordon doesn't play against Fulham. But obviously, we'll have to wait for another update. Not that Eddie Howe is going to give us any good information. I don't think, even if he's out this week, unless it was like a two or three week injury, I don't think I would sell him. Because after Fulham at home, it's Luton away. And then you've got um, Forest at home in game week 19. Now, obviously, a one-week or even a two-week injury keeps you out for three or four game weeks at this point. So maybe if he was confirmed out for that long, I might move him on. But my preference is to keep him, not only because of the next two fixtures are good, but also because he's 6.1 million. There's not a huge amount of players I like at that price point or below. And I will potentially have money if I sell Haaland to upgrade him. But I still don't think that's the route that I'm going to take. So unless he's red flagged and out for ages, I'll probably keep him. If I do move him on and I've got the money, I'd probably just go straight to Jared Bowen. I don't know if I'd want to bring Sterling in against Sheffield United to then have two Chelsea attackers, which isn't the problem, by the way, but it's two Chelsea attackers on yellow cards. So I think my preference with the defenders and midfielders is to not make a transfer this week. Forwards, though, that is a different story. And then up front, I've got Erling Haaland against Crystal Palace at home, who, as we know, is currently orange flagged. And alongside him, I've got Darwin Nunez against Man United at home, which I've just discussed is a pretty good fixture. Now, like many of you, I'm sure, all my transfer plans revolve around what is said in Friday's press conferences. But because it's a Friday deadline, I can't wait to hear from them before talking about my team. So what I'm going to do is go through all the different scenarios, depending on what is said tomorrow and hopefully you can just follow along with that now i don't think any of those scenarios involve selling darwin nunez i'd always earmarked game week 18 as the week to go from darwin back to watkins and that is still the plan now if darwin starts in the europa league that's a different conversation at that point i'd probably just sell him to watkins straight away because i i think he would then be a doubt to start against man united but i'm pretty confident he'll get benched for that europa league game and then he'll start against man united and in that particular case, I'll just hold on to him for game week 17. Even in the unlikely event that all my other players are past fit, so Harden and Gordon are both fully available, I still think I'd prefer to roll the transfer into 18 rather than bring that move forward just in case something else happens next week. So I'm kind of okay with holding Darwin for Man United. I think with Gordon, as I kind of already mentioned, unless he's out for like two or three weeks and that's a guarantee, I'll probably keep hold of him. Even if he's a doubt for this week, I'd rather bench him and upgrade my team in other positions, which I'll come on to in a minute. So I don't think Gordon's going to get sold this week either. And from what Eddie Howe said, it's not a full-blown injury or anything like that anyway. We'll have to wait to see what he says tomorrow. If Harden is out, I am pretty... I wouldn't say confident, but I'm pretty set on removing him. Because if he's out for 17, we already know he's going to miss 18. And if he is missing that Crystal Palace game, that is through injury... So who's to say that that might get, you know, that might get made worse during the Club World Cup? Would he definitely be available for game week 19? Probably, but it wouldn't be a guarantee. And so I think I would rather take the chance to sell him, especially when a lot of people won't be comfortable with doing that. And I think if he's going to miss two game weeks, I can worry about how to get him back in later. Now, if Gordon's fine, right, and Haaland is out, then I've got a choice. It's either get Solanke in and then get Watkins in 18 as originally planned, or just get Watkins in now and leave the transfer in 18 open for anything else that might need to be dealt with. I think as it stands, I think I'd probably go for Watkins in that case. But I'm not sure about it because I could get Solanke for Luton at home and then get Watkins either for Darwin 
or for Archer, depending on how I'm feeling about the situation in game week 18. So if Harden's out, but Gordon is fine, that's probably actually the trickiest decision that I've got to make. I think it probably makes sense just to get Watkins because I know I definitely need him for game week 18. I'm probably going to captain him. But I could get Solanke and then get Watkins in 18. I guess in, in some ways, and this isn't a logical way to think about it, but if I get Solanke, I know I'm forced to get Watkins, whatever happens, even if that takes a hit. But I think it makes more sense to go for Watkins, right? So everyone fit, I roll. Gordon fine and Haaland out, I probably sell to Watkins. But what if Haaland's out and Gordon is a major down? What do I do then? Well, I definitely take a minus four, but I still think I keep Gordon. And the minus four would probably be Haaland to Solanke and Archer to Watkins. And the reason that I like that is not only because it lets me keep Gordon, who I think is an okay hold for the next two or three game weeks, it also potentially covers me in 18 in case someone gets injured or suspended, like Cole Palmer. Could he pick up a yellow card against Sheffield United? It's probably not that likely, but it's a possibility. So if I sell Haaland to Solanke and then uh, Archer to Watkins, it gives me the two forwards that I think most people want this week. It also lets me keep Darwin for what I would consider a pretty good fixture. I can bench Gordon and not particularly worry about him. And then if he's back for 18 and Palmer gets suspended, then I can just play Saka, Salah, Gordon and Son and bench Palmer because I want him long term. And then I've got Watkins, Darwin and Solanke for game week 18. And this isn't a guarantee, but I don't think that... I think Liverpool have got the Europa League game before Man United, but I don't think they've got anything before the Arsenal game. So if the rotation keeps going as it has been, he misses Europa League, he plays against Man United, and then it's six days off until the next game, he probably starts against Arsenal as well. Now, if I do that move and Palmer doesn't get suspended and Gordon is fine, then I've got a bit of a benching decision because I've got eight good forwards. But I could always just bench Darwin against Arsenal. It's not really that big of an issue. And yeah, okay, maybe he gets benched against Burnley and that's not great either but again I could just bench him in my FPL team and just deal with him as and when so I actually quite like that move if Haaland is out and Gordon is a doubt I'm pretty sure I'm going to do Solanke and Watkins in I could of course just deal with Gordon right I could just not make the Archer move and keep my squad structure as it is that might be a bit easier to get Haaland in so I could get let's just say Watkins in uh, instead of Haaland so sorry sorry at this stage I'm only selling Haaland to Watkins and I'm keeping Archer. I've then got 6.5 million to spend, or sorry, 12.6 million to spend on Gordon's spot. I don't really know who I'd bring in. Bowen, maybe? I just feel like the better option is to get Watkins and Solanke and have a better squad. The only other thing to cover is let's say I do that. How do I get Darwin back? Because at that point, I'm spreading the funds around. And if I do Darwin back out, I've only got 12.1 million to spend, which is miles off getting Haaland back for 14 million. So I think at that point, I would just sell Salah in game week 20. That would be my plan, essentially. If I sell Haaland this week, I'd probably skip him for game week 19 and just pray that he doesn't get a hat-trick or something like that because I'll captain Salah against Burnley anyway. And then I'll get Haaland back in game week 20 when he's got Sheffield United at home and just sell Salah before he plays Newcastle at home, which again is another risk, but I'm hoping in the pre the weeks prior to that, I'll make up for it with the points I'll get by selling him. So that's the rough plan. The only other thing to quickly mention before this gets really confusing is, let me just go with this a sec. Let's say I've got that front three of Solanke, Darwin and Watkins. I've sold Haaland. If we get to game, it's 19 Everton away. 
and 20 Sheffield United at home and Haaland is still a doubt, then the other move that I can make is Darwin out for Alvarez because I think Alvarez is such a good option when Haaland's not playing. And so to get him for Everton away and Sheffield United at home is also really nice. So at this point, I'm not obviously I never hope for injuries and stuff like that. But I think in terms of the easiest FPL decision for me, Gordon and Haaland being doubts for game week 17 is probably my easiest decision. I set, I get Har- sorry, I get Watkins and Solanke and then just bench Gordon. I think that's it. I mean, benching him for Fulham at home when he might start is not ideal. But I also think Solanke and Watkins are, e- are excellent this week. So hopefully that made sense. It probably got a bit confusing. But essentially, if everyone's fit, I'd probably roll. If Gordon's fine and Harden isn't, I'd probably just get Watkins. But it could be Solanke and then I make the other move in 18. And if Harden and Gordon are both doubts, Harland and Archer to Solanke and Watkins, bench Gordon this week, and then just have extra cover for game week 18. I think that's currently my plans. If you've enjoyed that video, make sure to give it a like, hit that subscribe button, rate five stars if you're listening on podcast. And I will be back tomorrow for the final thoughts video a little bit earlier than normal. I'll catch you then. Sports Social Podcast Network.